Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Thursday, April the 13th, 2023. It is currently 3.16 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. April the 13th, 2023. April the 13th, 2023. I know the way I'm I'm emphasizing that, the way I'm repeating that. You may be sitting there going, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is significant about April the 13th? Am I missing something? He keeps emphasizing it like I need to know. April the 13th, 2023. What is significant about that? Well, there's really nothing significant about April the 13th, 2023, as far as this episode is concerned. We could look, you know, at a list of um, this day in history, but I'm not here to do that. I'm emphasizing this date because it's 2023. And for, it seems, basically 2,000 years, Christians have been unable to agree on baptism. Now, I know someone's going to say, no, 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 no. There was complete agreement in the early church. Everyone agreed on baptism. Whatever, you can make any claim that you want, but we can definitely say this today, go from church to church to church. People don't even agree on the, on the definition of the Greek word baptizo. They don't even agree on, on the mode of baptism. They don't agree on who can be baptized? They don't agree on what baptism does or doesn't do. There is literally no agreement throughout Christianity. There's all kind. Baptize a baby. It does this. It doesn't do this. Baptism is required for salvation. You must be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. No, you must be baptized in the name of Jesus. It's on and on and on and on and all of the ongoing debates um, in regards to baptism. And it's been happening Forever. Now, I know some are going to argue and say, no, 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 no. Baptism was agreed upon, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's never been as agreed upon as some people want to present it or as some people want to make it or as some people want to claim. There has been this ongoing debate. All right. Uh, if someone, someone says, I'm sure April the 13th, uh, has significance. Well, I, I'm not saying it has no significance. I'm saying for today, my point today is simply to say it's been 2000 years and here we are. We're in April the 13th, 2023 and just get in your car and go drive around to different churches saying, what do you believe about baptism? Who can be baptized? What does it mean? Who can baptize? Does it have to be a pastor? Or can, if if the wife gets saved, can the husband baptize her? Can the parents baptize the kid? Like, like I mean, you just, there is so much craziness when it comes to it and so much disagreement. Now, if you've been paying attention, you know that we basically have done two series on baptism, right? We did baptism in the early church. And in that series, we looked at three baptism and, and three historical sources, the Didache, Tertullian on baptism, Hippolytus, apostolic tradition. We looked at three historical sources that took us from around 60 AD, 50 to 60 AD to about what, 220, 225 AD. 
right? We looked at those historical sources and guess what we found? We found something that started off relatively simple as described in the Didache becomes this convoluted, complicated, completely different thing by the time you get to Hippolytus. And then you have Tertullian doing, I don't know what in the world he's doing with scripture. And it's just a, it's just the development and how convoluted and, and complicated it all became. And you knew immediately early on in the church, early on in the church, there was obviously changes happening and there was disagreements and there was people having different opinions so I think we did a pretty good job in that series to demonstrate, hey, look, don't let everyone tell you what people in church history thought. Go read it for yourself. And so we read every word in those documents in regards to baptism, no matter how, you know, how, no matter how confusing it may have gotten or how, you know, not being the most fun thing to do. We did that and that series is there and we hope that you will listen to it and you will see. But then at some point I decided, you know what? Since we've looked at these three historical sources, obviously the, the New Testament, the gospels and the epistles, those are historical documents. Those are historical sources. And what we claim as non-Catholics is that scripture is the ultimate and final authority. Scripture alone is what we claim. So then we set out to look at baptism and where it is mentioned in every single scripture from Matthew to Revelation. We looked everywhere. We looked at every single scripture. We tried to determine what it did say, what it didn't say, what it said, what, what did it say about the mode of baptism? What did it say about who could be baptized? What did it say about fasting and baptism since the early church made such a big deal about that and all of these other things? And so we, we took scripture. We kind of put them in different categories and we worked through it. And you can listen to that entire series. Uh, we look at baptism in the early church and baptism in scripture. Two different series. And we really, really, really challenge you to listen to them. Oh, you can argue that I did this wrong or I did this wrong. You may not like everything about it, but I think it provides a, I think it provides a useful, you may not think great, a useful resource for you to at least engage in the discussion and study of the topic for yourself. Um, I know that there have been obviously hundreds of thousands of books written on baptism, all promoting their particular view. In this particular case, we just wanted to go, what did the early church say about it? Well, here's three sources. Hmm. Well, they don't all say the same thing. And it seems convoluted and complicated. Wait a minute. What do scripture, what does the scripture say? Let's go through every single scripture. Hey, here are what the scriptures say. So, the, we give you, we told you about the three historical sources. You can find them easily online for free. So you don't need our help there. But because of all of trying to break the, all the individual scriptures down into different categories, someone was very helpful for us and created a PDF file, a PDF file that breaks it all down for you. And so what we're going to do is connected to this episode will be that PDF file. We will also probably go back and connect the PDF file to uh, every episode in this series on baptism in the uh, baptism in the scriptures. We will try to connect it to every single one. I was going to pull up the PDF file. Uh, here it is. 
I was going to pull it up. And, uh, it, you know, it, it starts off with the meaning of the Greek word. That's right there, giving you the source. Um, and then so you, there, to me, there should be no argument on the meaning of the word baptizo or a baptisma. There, there should be no, there should be no argument. I mean, that's the thing that blows me away is that in 2023, April the 13th, 2023, you can't even get Christians to agree on the meaning of the word. Like that, that just, how is that even humanly possible? Like, how can Christians run around going, the Bible is the authority, the Bible is clear, and God will open our eyes to the truth of it, but nobody can agree on baptism? I mean, so they put the definition there, and then we start breaking it down into scripture, right? So uh, we have we have the mode of, of baptism, immersion, we have the candidates, who, who, who can be saved, uh, water. Um, in other words, there's some scriptures that refers to baptism, but it's clearly not referring to water. Did you know that? Meaning just because you see the word baptism doesn't mean you immediately think of water baptism. The order. Hey, what is the order? What is the formula? Okay. Um, what fasting, um, all the different things, uh, that we, we talked about. They break it all down. Um, I think it's, it's, I think it's awesome. And, uh, well, we're going to make it available to you. It's going to be absolutely free. You say, how do I get the PDF? Well, you send me a check for $500. I'm joking. I just said it's free. Okay, I don't want your money. What we're going to do is we're going to connect it to this episode. And this is going to be called Baptism PDF, right? And it's yours free. The easiest way to be able to access it is go is to, uh, well, you could probably download the Sermons 2.0 app, and look for Theology Central and look for this episode, Baptism PDF. Or you could download the Church One app. Download the Church One. That's Church O-N-E, Church O-N-E, Church O-N-E. Once you download the app, do a search for Theology Central. Look for this episode, Baptism PDF, and it will show you attached. You'll have to look for it. It'll be right there. It'll be a PDF you click on it and you'll have access to the PDF. You you may not you 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 can have whatever opinion you want about it, but it's trying to give you a free resource to to try to help you study the subject for yourself. Now, I know I'm going to get Presbyterians going, you just don't understand the early church and you need to read Calvin and you Baptists are stupid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've already been there, heard all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. I know. I know. We're stupid. I know we can't read it. We, we just, we lack the ability to, you know, because we're Baptists, we not, never study church history. I know Go, I, I'm saying this sarcastically because there's the things I've, I've I, this is the things I've been told by Presbyterians. You just don't understand Calvin. I, I don't know when Calvin became the Pope, but yeah, I, I, I've read Calvin. In fact, in our church library, we have all of Calvin's commentaries. Oh, and I won't even ordain someone if they haven't read at least probably the, uh, at least the first part of Calvin's Institutes, because I highly recommend everyone reading and studying Calvin's Institutes. So, yeah, but you're right. I don't know. And then they'll say, you don't study, you know, you don't know church history. You're, you're right. Our church is constantly studying church history. And even in this series, we looked at three historical sources. But you know what? You're right. And it's just always this arrogant, condescending attitude. It just drives me crazy. Uh yeah, I know. Exactly. It's uh, Someone just said in chat, it's plain in scripture. What's wrong with you? I know that's what I was told. I was told that I am in sin and that my church is in sin because we don't baptize babies because it's plain in scripture. It's clear 
that we're supposed to be baptizing babies. It's clear in scripture. Don't you know? It's clear. The scriptures are clear. Yeah, it's clear for you, obviously, but I would say it's just as clear that we shouldn't be baptizing babies because we have no biblical example of doing it. But okay, they'll say the households. I know. Look, I know all the arguments. I'm not here to preach the entire series. The point is 2023, April the 13th, and nobody can agree on it. So all we can do is say, hey, here's three historical sources just to show you (laughs) there's some pretty differing opinions on baptism in the early church. Oh, here is baptism, and we've looked at every single scripture that mentions it. There you go. You can take all of that information and say, well, they're still stupid. They're still idiots. He still doesn't know what he's talking about. But at least we've done our part to at least break it all down. For the rest of you who kind of just gets caught, tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine because, well, obviously no one can agree. Maybe you can just turn down all of that and just look at it for yourself, look up the scriptures, look up the historical sources, and come to your own conclusion. If we can accomplish that, I think that would be a good thing. All right? So, how to get the PDF? Download the Sermons 2.0 app. The Sermons 2.0 app. Look for Theology Central. And then look for this episode, Baptism PDF. Or download the Church One app, Church O-N-E. Do a search for Theology Central. Now, the good thing about downloading the Church One app, if you download it and search for us and choose us as your broadcaster, the Church One app basically becomes the Theology Central app. You can listen to all of our live broadcasts. All of our content's broken down into series, and it will send out a notification every time we go live or upload a sermon, all right, or a podcast episode. So um, I think I think the Church One app is the way to go. It's easy to keep up with all of our content and find everything, and I think the search function works much better than most podcast apps as far as looking for our content. All right, there you go. Please download the PDF file today if you find it beneficial, if you find it useful. Any feedback you have, email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. If you have any problems finding those apps, let me know. And uh, as soon as I upload this app to uh, Sermons 2.0 in Church One, I will then, I'll place the uh, PDF file. And uh, there we go. That's, that's all I wanted to accomplish. That's all I wanted to accomplish. I wanted to just take a few minutes to do this. Um, and so, I mean, the series for the most part's over. We may, re- we may revisit the subject, obviously, at different times. But I just thought we would end the series, I guess, with just an announcing the PDF file. Obviously, it probably, I probably could have done it in the last, the last, you know, message in the series. I could have announced it then. But you know what? That's okay. That's okay, because sometimes if you don't label it baptism PDF and you just attach it to one not labeled that, people won't know that they, they won't even rec- see the PDF or they won't see it or they won't, they won't, right? They won't see it or they won't listen long enough to hear that you announced the PDF. So just dedicating an entire program to it, then it's easier to find. All right. So I'm going to get this all uploaded in the next, probably be, it will probably be available 
uh, on Church One and Sermons 2.0. It's now 3.31 p.m. Central Time on, on Thursday, April the 13th. It will probably be there by 3.40, 3.41 p.m. Central Time, April the 13th, 2023. All right. Hopefully it's been beneficial. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll be doing some more live broadcasting, hopefully coming up shortly. Hopefully we maybe will do some tonight. I never know. Just, well, download the Church One app and you'll know whenever we're going live. Everyone have a great day. Thank you. Uh, Okay, I'm just making sure I wasn't missing any messages. Everyone have a great day. God bless.